Bump, butter, butter, bump, butter, butter, bump. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Welcome to yet another episode of Calling Monroe. Uh, I'm going to introduce myself for the first time. My name is Ragnar. I'm your host. Uh, I'm joined in Iceland by my silly little friend, Guðjón. If we're going to uh, sound like that fucking voicemail from last week, Guðjón, how are you feeling? Yes. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling, though? I'm ecstatic. You're ex- what? How- you get happier and happier with every episode I'm, that I'm- goes by. So happy. <laughs> Why? I have to tell Monroe. Oh, you want to just call him right away? Yes. Fuck, this is the first time you've wanted to call Monroe. This must be good. I have good news. Holy shit. Okay, uh, f- let's waste no time. Let's call Monroe. What's up, folks? Hey, Monroe. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Uh, I'm good. Gucci is ecstatic, apparently. He has ecstatic. good news for you. Ecstatic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he went that high. I know. I thought he was way I, too muted. I, I don't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Go. Tell, uh, tell him the news. <laughs> you going to tell us why you're ecstatic? <laughs> I, have, I have good news. All right. All right. Go. The best news. Okay. You, you know the Danish company Lego? Yes. Oh, you mean our, our future sponsors? <laughs> you know that one? Yes. I'm familiar with their work. So just before Christmas, I ordered their collector's edition of Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. And I got it yesterday. Yes, hey! you did. Nice. Wait, you ordered it before Christmas? Yes. Fucking hell. Was it coronavirus delays? No. They don't send it to Iceland. Oh, okay. I bought it. It was sent to my sister in Lund, in Sweden. Mm. And there it fermented. (laughs) 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 And then I got it sent through through their friend who was moving to Iceland. And interestingly, I would have gotten it two weeks ago, but they had coronavirus. (laughs) People that were moving, so... That's awfully slow for a ship that can travel at light speed. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you started making it yet? No. Oh. How many pieces is it? 7,600 or something. Shit. Like that. Shit. <laughs> Damn. Uh, nice. That does sound like a good mission. Like, I've been thinking about this recently. I remember because you told me you ordered this a while ago. And I've been thinking, like, a good Lego mission sounds fucking good. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's just like... Yeah, I've been playing video games a little bit too much recently, probably, but it seems like a similar sort of thing. Like an active process and a goal. It but seems good. It's, I suppose it's more expensive than a video game. How much does it cost? It was $800. Oh, oh big spender good, Yon. shit. <laughs> that is so yeah. expensive. It's, oh my it's expensive, yes. So I've thought about this a lot, um, specifically video games, uh, not Lego so much. But the average video game, full price video games, cost somewhere around like 40, 50 pounds. 
And that always feels like quite an investment to me. It always seems like quite a large amount of money to spend on a video mm. game. And I feel kind of bad and I think about it. But if I think, if you frame it in terms of uh, the number of hours of enjoyment you get, it's one of the cheapest hobbies, I think. Because you can have a game, there's like uh, The Witcher 3 is a game that I've been playing uh, a lot recently. And I've I've clocked well over 100 hours, probably like 150 hours in this game. Yeah. Um, and let's say it costs like 40 pounds. Like that is a good return on investment compared to something like going to the cinema where you get like two hours of enjoyment and it costs what like with snacks and everything probably like 20 30 pounds yeah with snack how many snacks are you getting okay well man i live in iceland everything is so fucking expensive <laughs> yeah but also again how much candy do you eat because uh, 30 40 dollars for a movie trip is expensive is it so the best is going with with gucci and getting a free ticket but that's a story for another day nice um but uh, I get a ticket and then I get a large popcorn and a large Coke or Pepsi, if you will. And that's what I get. And like, okay, tw- $20 seems, or 20 pounds or whatever seems like a fair estimate. Yeah, 20, for, but for that you know, you, you pushed it up to 30. Initially. Okay, whatever, like, man. Come on. Let's say, let's call it, tw- <laughs> even so, 20, 20 pounds for like two hours of enjoyment versus 40 pounds for like 150. That's yeah. a no brainer. Yeah. That and I absolutely brainer. shouldn't be questioning it as if it's this like major purchase. How much? Oh wait, I, I, my reasoning was horrible. What you say? How about people that that like the bicycle people? Oh, yeah. I mean, basically, they buy a bicycle for for like what? a million kroner for like for a million kroner, like like ten thousand pounds. No, five thousand, yeah. six thousand pounds or something. Yeah, six thousand pounds. How many hours yeah. do you think it's going to take you to build the Millennium Falcon? Mm. I actually made their. Uh, it's 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 a model they brought just last year called Leaper. I don't know the English word. Okay. It's like a machine that they have that took me a whole month. Oh, leaper, like the the crane. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know my. That they make I the best. I don't know cranes. this one. Are we sp- are we <laughs> just spelling leaper as leaper? L i e b h e r r. It's like a built like a construction yeah. crane, like those big yellow ones. Yeah. Oh well, this was a white one, but <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it cost. It was like four thousand pieces. Yeah. It took me a month. You know what? I think this sounds like it could also be a a good return on investment. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, one of those moving cranes on wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Did it actually move? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it did. Phone. You can control it with your phone. Oh, the future yes. is now, that boys. Is cool. <laughs> future is fucking now. Uh, you know what else is a good return on investment? My dog. Yeah, baby. Wow. Boys, I, I now. So last episode, I was dog sitting. Yeah. Now I'm dog owning. You are responsible for a goddamn life. Yeah, and I fucking love it. I'm a huge dogs fan. are the best pets. Yeah, agreed. Number one. So I'm a I'm a hater of cats as pets. I don't like them. Uh, oh no, I love but cats. I, like, see, I I've I've changed my view. I used to just hate them flat out uh, until recently, and now I've decided that I I respect them as like machines. They're very well built. As <laughs> like you have to respect Cat, them. They're, cats they're very, can be really cats. Can be really nice. Yeah, but they're just not like, m- not my cat. I had a cat. It was the worst cat. They're excellent machines, and you can really respect them as animals. But I don't think that they're pets. I don't think that you should have them as a pet because they're not. It doesn't really make any sense to me. They're just quite self-contained, quite yeah. happy doing their own thing, but also enjoy a bit of cuddles. You know, that's <sighs> yeah. I had I a cat know. that if I tried to touch it, it bit me. <laughs> Yeah, they're, cats are dickheads. Would you say that all cats are, are girls and all dogs are boys? Yes. And that 
nobody knows how how they mate because how a cat must mate with a dog then and then how do, how do you decide if it, a cat or a dog comes out that's random but it must be right or, it's the same as a horse is a male and a cow is a female <laughs> yeah that's true that's Every absolutely time. true this is 100% true Yeah. Uh and it's also is it all Moro you're a doctor is it also random what comes out a horse or a cow I've not I'm lost <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost uh, Cows do practice having sex though They do Yeah so if you're in a field sometimes you see two cows going at it but obviously they're both cows so nothing's going to happen and yeah, they need it's a just horse. them prepping for when that bull gets unleashed Sorry bull Yeah the big So it's not the male cow You mean a horse No, <laughs> I'm so yeah. confused. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, horse, you're talking about a horse. A horse no, I'm talking about horse. horses no. are boys, cows are girls. Cats but are I'm not talking about girls, I'm... boys are dogs. Dogs are boys. Yeah, but cows are female and bulls are males. Is bull like some Scottish word for horse? No, why are you connecting bull and horse? A bull is a male cow. Yeah, a horse. Whatever, man. Why are you... Is there a I game see, going on? I, I can see understand. why you were rejected from vet school and had to default on being a dog. A male horse is a stallion, not a bull. Dude, you are just off the rails right now. You need to rein yourself in. I'm so fucking lost right now. <laughs> uh, let's talk about my dog. Uh, my dog is is wonderful. Uh, I was writing to my friend before, Wade, and he he has a dog and he loves dogs and he's super psyched. And I was saying like, I'm like gushing over this dog and I'm like I've had this thought about a lot of things in my life before I'm like oh do I do I just feel this way because I like this thing and then I realize no I like this thing because I feel this way so like I don't I think she's the best dog and it's not because she's my dog she's my dog because I think she's the best dog you know what I mean wrong no I, no right, because you, I I made I made a, like a big effort to get her it was a hassle to get her and it was expensive but that was only was, once she'd already fallen in love with her by spending a bit of time with her yeah but that's like She gave you affection, and because she gave you affection in return, you think she's the best. No, because I've had the, I've met plenty of dogs before, and I've like hung. But out you've with never dogs been responsible for them, though, have you? It, I've dog sat before and like taken care of dogs for people before. Yeah, fair. Okay, it's okay. the same way. I like babysat or like pet sat a dog three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When you started that story with babysat, I thought you were going to be, and then I thought the kid was the best, so I just took it <laughs> off the parents. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. So I had it for like. 18 hours. And I almost cried when I had to give it back. (laughs) (laughs) You big softy, Gudjan. So I understand. I understand that. Yeah, I was, uh, we got a a text saying that she was going to be taken by another family. And I was so sad that it was just like executive decision was made to, uh, to buy this dog off this, this bitch who owned her, uh, who is now, I'm sorry. So I called you Monroe a couple days ago to, uh, to To rant. uh, rant about this horrible, horrible woman. Uh, who I'm not going to name drop because I'm suing her. <laughs> so you, uh, I told you to pick your battles. My fo- my words landed empty on you. So when I called you, I'd already read up on all the relevant laws and picked <laughs> yeah. up the, the three very pertinent paragraphs in Icelandic legislation uh, that make her wrong and me right. So I've reported her to the police. And I- you haven't told anything here. Okay, so let's uh, let's back up. So this dog. Uh, I babysit this dog, right? And it's a four-month-old, uh, half Icelandic sheepdog, half border collie, and you know that's that's all normal. And she, this lady, is obviously an idiot when I pick her up. Like she obviously isn't prepared for this, and just like 
just doesn't seem like a responsible adult, but whatever. I just sort of, you know, brush that off. Take the dog. Dog is great. Uh, she, you know, gives me the wrong food for it and a cage that's way too small and all these toys that are just for like human babies. So she just rips them to shreds, etc. But I take care of this dog and then we get this message about how this other family is going to come get her. And I'm like, no, I want her. Uh, so she's like, oh, I don't want to disappoint this family, but for the right price, I will. Fine. I'll like overbid this family so I can take this dog. And then I, I pay for this dog and then I'm like, okay, so now we need to change the registration and, uh, you know, I need to know all her, her history with the vet and everything. And then she goes, oh no, she has no history and hasn't been registered and we haven't done anything. And I'm like, and turns out she's five and a half months old. I'm like, uh, okay, but you're supposed to have done all of this at like 12 weeks. The latest is when she should have like gotten her vaccines and been registered and microchipped and everything. Uh, so like her being around other dogs, like she has been and going on walks and sniffing dogs and all this stuff is like puts her in danger and potentially other dogs as well. Uh, so I tell her this and she just like hides behind the fact that she's like, oh, I, I'm new to all this. I don't know anything about it. Oh, haha. And like smiley faces and shit. And then I just tell her like, I'm reporting you for animal cruelty. Uh, and, you know, you gave me this dog under false pretenses. So you're going to give me my money back or I'm going to have to speak to you through my lawyer. And she just immediately goes, no, I didn't, that weren't false pretenses at all. I just don't know anything about this stuff. And because of my circumstances, I haven't been able to take her to the vet. I went yesterday, it took half an hour. So, and she was on a, a week long <laughs> so holiday. To that. <laughs> she, yeah, she was, say, she was on a week long holiday saying that she hadn't been able to go to the vet because of her circumstances. So go fuck yourself, first of all. And then she gives me the, she's like, well, you're harassing me and uh, threatening me because I was telling her that I was going to report her and go to the police. So that apparently in her world is a threat and harassment. So she sent me a number. It's like, just talk to my lawyer. And it's some 24 year old girl who like just graduated. So it's clearly a family friend. And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. 24 <laughs> year old woman. I don't know if she's 24 and a girl. Okay, whatever. I mean, if, <laughs> if, if I call she, her a girl, then she's, she's barely a lawyer. <laughs> Okay, fine. I don't know. Like twenty, she's a young. She's a young person. She's a young just person. out of. It was the the what I was trying to convey. She's just out of out of college. So I'm. He's gonna. My lawyer's gonna call her lawyer today, and I've already gone to the police and I've notified the the animal cruelty people. So uh, don't fuck with my dog. But she's not. It's your dog. She's out of the way. Just leave be. Live and let be. I don't know, man. It's it's gone this far. Also, why do I need to little, let her be? Like, why does she need then, to get off scot free? This is all happy times you could be spending with your dog. But I'm already spending happy time with my dog. Yeah. So now that you're now that you're a parent, Ragnar, mm-hmm. do you think you're gonna you're gonna ma- maintain insight uh, in that? I feel like before before you have your your own little your own little one, mm-hmm. you know, when people show you people show you pictures of their their babies and everything and their dogs, it's always like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and people treat their kids their dogs like kids or mm-hmm. like all this sort of stuff. It's all like, stop showing me more pictures. I, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the people who really care about the big pictures of the babies and stuff are like the the parents and the grandparents. Yeah, uh, and then you become a parent and all of a sudden you forget all of that and you just become one of those people. Do you think you're going to maintain your insight or do you think you're going to um, become a classic parent? So I've sent a lot of Snapchats of he's, my dog. He's already, he, oh, he's already put picture of the dog on Colin Monroe Instagram. <laughs> nice. So yeah, but that already, was, was a hard no then. <laughs> no, listen, that was, uh, yeah. First of all, subscribe Colin Monroe uh, on, on Instagram. But no, that was that was because I was being smart because people love dogs on Instagram, ah, and yes, I yes, was putting yes. up a picture of a dog 
to attract more people's attention. And it said, like, the caption was like, this cutie tells you to listen to Calling Monroe. It wasn't me, like, telling people to look at my dog. It was me using my dog for my own personal gain. That dog is cute. It is cute. Uh, and you can see it on Instagram at Calling Monroe. Uh, but I have <laughs> I have sent a lot of Snapchats and stuff, but I've like tried to cater it to like I've tried to send it to people that I know will appreciate the dog. You know one thing. What? She's not the dog I babysat. Uh, no, she's not. I still like that dog more. Whatever. <laughs> I like her more than you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. She's been really. Really quiet today because we went to the vet yesterday and she's... Anyway, we can talk about... See, I'm not going to be a parent now. I'm going to... We can talk about something <laughs> other than my dog. Uh, let's pivot. I got some uh, some animal-related feedback from last week. Some people seem to like the uh, the giraffe stuff. Okay, okay, um, okay. And uh, some... Giraffes was, are nice. Gira- giraffes are very nice. Yeah. And someone was um, adding to our little giraffe facts, talking about the, the fact that... Um, so giraffes obviously have a notoriously long neck, but their mm-hmm. lungs are... At the bottom of the neck, as with most most mammals, as most animals, in fact, and that basically means they've got a really long pipe. That pipe <laughs> just <means> like they've... me, <laughs> yeah, baby. They also have really high blood pressure. Yeah, they do. They've got cool hearts, yeah. but that's that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually so normal. Uh, most mammals will have valves in their veins to stop back flush of mm-hmm. uh, blood, mm-hmm. but I think nice. uh, they have valves in their arteries to try oh, in the, to try and get the blood up to the neck and stuff which is very and their valves well. are made of titanium alloy because yeah. they need to withstand <laughs> so much pressure that's what the vet um, told me yesterday that, that's a lie that's a lie <laughs> gotcha damn and so the fact that they've got these um very long pipes going up mm. to their mouth they're just their trachea is really long just means that they've got a huge amount of dead space in their lungs uh, so mm. it's kind of like when you go snorkeling and uh, it's more difficult to breathe when you're snorkeling because the effectively you've lengthened your trachea. So there's and any air that's in the trachea is not really being able to be uh, ventilated with oxygen. So that's just uh, quite inefficient. And then they've yeah, just got that just, all the time. It's just going like into your lungs and then back out into your trachea and then back into your lungs. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so how do how do giraffes combat this? I guess they just got big old lungs you know they just breathe out so fucking hard that they just yeah. empty themselves completely <laughs> <laughs> every time you honestly you watch a giraffe breathe it's stressful <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you ever tried breathing out and like emptying your lungs as much as you humanly can yeah yeah it's an experience it's hard <laughs> uh, sometimes i've so i don't know if anyone else has felt this um sometimes i wish i could stop breathing but not in like a morbid way in like a Because you're lying there, especially if I'm like... Just sometimes it's effort, isn't it? You know, like sometimes if I'm I'm really tired, then I'll be like lying in bed and you breathe out and at like the end of the breathing out phase, it's just like the ultimate calm and you're so relaxed and like I don't want to breathe in again. I'm feeling that now. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) It's a good feeling, but like then you got to breathe. I guess that's the circle of life. Circle of life. I, I, I sometimes worry when I'm... Uh, maybe you just said that. When I'm finishing breathing out, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, I have to breathe in again. Yeah, yeah I literally <laughs> just said that, yeah. You just said that. Yeah, yeah, said yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I, I liked your take on it, Gutian. <laughs> <laughs> 
end of the breath, just like, come on already, guys. I've been doing this for like 28 years. Yeah. Am I not done with it? Breathing is one of these things. It is annoying because like, it's such, you need to do it all the time. Like, you know, it's harder than you think. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, guys. It's not. No, but think about it. Like, I can do it in my sleep. It's that easy. Hey, 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 hey. Do you know what it is to breathe? I want to say yes, but I feel I like as you yeah. asked the question, I feel like I no, don't. No, you, you know, you, oh, okay. It's just, it's not for you to know, Monroe. You don't have the required clearance. Yes. <laughs> you don't know what it is to breathe. Think about it, right? You, uh, you live your life, right? And for fucking, let's round up and say a hundred years, just to use like, mm-hmm. what's it? Fermi estimation. Mm-hmm. And for those hundred years, you can't, like, you are not allowed to stop breathing for like three minutes or something. Like, that's nothing. Like, this is, you gotta, like, this is always an acute problem. You're constantly in, like, breathing is constantly a problem. <laughs> Burp of the podcast. <laughs> Burping is a form of breathing. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's one of these things that, like, you... I mean, your your heart beats more often. Yeah, also your heart, like, like Jesus. Like, there's, it's such a, it's such a stringent set of criteria. Like, let me chill for a bit, dude. You know, Jesus just lived for 30 years. That's true. Maybe that's... I thought it was 27. Something like that. Yeah. Is oh, he is part he... of the 27 Club? Yeah. Is he the original member of the 27 Club? <laughs> <laughs> that's why all the... Ba- Wait, what if all the people that uh, that are in the 27 Club are reincarnations of Jesus? Oh, shit. I think that might be true. I think it seems, it, it, seems it, like it Jesus was uh, it is around 33 when he died. Oh. Seems to be... Never mind. Why, why did you say 27? I don't yeah. know. Maybe... Three more than 30 is 33, so then three less than 30 is 27. That was maybe, yeah. that's how my brain works. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A couple, a couple you know, of You know, seven minus, 20, seven minus two is five. Mm. 27 plus five is 32. So Jesus so is 32? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So what's, the, what's, fir, what's Fermi, Fermi estimation? I've never heard of oh, that. Really? That is no. one of the best things uh, in the world. Actually, well, that's a nice, that was a nice thing just to skip over then. <laughs> uh, it's it's fantastic. Mm. So it's uh, it's used a lot in it's like, like for for guesstimating things roughly within an order of magnitude, basically. And you do it a lot in like physics and engineering and and math and uh, not not so much math, but so let's you basically just round things to the nearest power of ten, like to an order of magnitude. Okay. Uh, and it means that you can sort of roughly figure out like the answer to some sort of problem if you know that you can roughly estimate the different factors that go into it. And you're going to be, your final answer is going to be within an order of magnitude of the right thing. So you can, uh, if you wanted to estimate like the total mass of all humans on earth, right? Mm-hmm. Then you would say that the average human weighs about 100 kilograms. Okay. Um, and then there's hey, about... Hey, hey. Not according to pharmacology. What? We're using Fermi estimation. We're not talking about medical textbooks here. Because in pharmacology, we use 70 kilos. I know, but that's, that's explicitly <laughs> not the example that I'm giving right now. And, okay. So, God. So, you would say, so that's it's always... Round, that's, that's round about 10. No, 70, yeah, is, so what, a, what? 70 is roughly 100. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. The average okay. human weighs more than 50 kilograms, so they weigh about 100 is the thing. Uh, and then you say there's about 10 billion humans on Earth. Yeah. And then that's the, the so it's 10 billion times 100, which is I don't know, a trillion. And that times 0.7. Oh, my God. 
You are insufferable. <laughs> so according to Fermi estimation, the the total weight of the human race is about a trillion kilos. And that like that is going to be roughly the right answer. You're not looking for like an accurate answer. You're looking for something within the right order of magnitude. So 700 billion. Stop it. <laughs> God, you are the worst human. <laughs> yeah, so you can use this for all sorts of things. And it's, um, you know, those classic interview questions. Uh, it's... I say classic interview questions, absolutely not. But for like maybe numbers related to jobs where they're like, how many piano tuners are there in New York City? Mm, yeah. You would use Fermi estimation to get like an order of magnitude. So yeah. you would be like, okay. uh, how many people live in New York City? Uh, 10 million, roughly. Mm -hmm. uh, how many piano, like what's the number of pianos per household? You would do that. And then you say, how often does a piano need tuning per year? for example, and then, you know, you, you go from there to sort of within an order of magnitude, realize how many pianos there are, how often they need tuning, and then sort of how long does it take a person to tune a piano? Uh, and, you know, you'd say probably one hour is the, the estimation uh, or something. And then you would, you know, if you multiply all these things together, you're, you're going to get, you know, an, an answer that's within the, you know, your answer is probably going to come out to somewhere around 100 or 1,000 probably a hundred, I would say, which is probably the, the, you know, roughly the right number of, of piano tuners in New York. Ah, cool. Um, like and you, can, you know, <clears throat> you I only know one piano tuner. <laughs> 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 Looks like Fermi estimations bollocks, Ragnar. <laughs> yeah. The, according to Goyon, there's one piano tuner in the world. Is it the blind guy? I don't think he was blind. Oh shit. Then there's two piano tuners in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, uh, do you know what? Do you know what that reminds me of? What time traveling? This reminds you of time traveling. Yes. I think Fair this enough. might be this might be on clawing at a Segway. Yeah, absolutely. Unless, unless I'm like mistaken. A, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. This is you uh, directing the podcast in a specific specific fashion, isn't it? Did you have more to say? Absolutely not. I never have anything to say. So, I just watched. Dark on Netflix, a German show about time traveling. Is it in German? Yes. Ah, oh, that is the best. So let me let me do a quick segue. Uh, my <laughs> dream for anyone out there who wants to help me make this a reality is to make an HBO series. I guess Netflix is fine, but HBO has that like je ne sais quoi to it because they did The Wire and stuff. It was not <laughs> HBO. It was Netflix. The Wire? No, The Wire was HBO, but. Not yeah, that's dark. what I'm saying. I'm saying I want to do an, an HBO show. Oh my god! Okay, you, you guys should, are someone, sink. I get it, uh, man. I get it. You on. have not taken your medicine today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> this is my dream. And if anyone out there is a wants to make this with me, I want to make a HBO series in Korean, and I want it to be about the underground rap scene in North Korea. And I think, <laughs> and I want it to be gritty and real. And I want in it to be in Korean, subtitled, and it's going to be fucking sick. So uh, tell me about Dark. <laughs> it's 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 great show about time travel. <laughs> you know, you know. Sold. I still oh I still I still like Doctor Who much more. But okay. I hate Doctor Who. Doctor Who is amazing. But sorry, Rebecca. Not, she's listening, not, and she loves Doctor Who. I'm sorry. Let's not talk about. It. I'm going to talk about it soon. But okay. Okay. So the Dark is about like some realistic way of time traveling like someone decides to save the relatives and everything goes to hell okay that's basically the idea of the show okay it's like someone realizes how to time travel back to the past 
and he fucked it up. As is tradition, right? When people time travel mm. back to the past. Yeah, like always. Is it Isaac Asimov who has that uh, story about the dude who keeps going back in time and then uh, like it keeps butterfly affecting some shit? It's something like that in this show. But yeah. also the butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher, shout out. I have been a fan of time traveling since Doctor Who. I was all Doctor Who. It's, mm-hmm. it's a great show. It's the best show. <laughs> Disagreed. Sorry, I agree. Rebecca. I agree with myself. But <laughs> it made me excited. Okay. It was nos- nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I was a fan of this shit as younger. <laughs> you as a younger a, You were a nerd. Younger. Say it. I was a nerd. Thank you. I mean, you just bought a limited edition Star Millennium Wars Falcon, yeah. Millennium Falcon. You're still a nerd. Absolutely, you are. I've, a nerd. I've always been saying I'm not, but okay. You are a nerd. It's fine. I've, I've already in one episode mentioned Lego, yeah, Star Wars, yeah, and Doctor Who, travel and time travel and time and travel and watching foreign language media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> but but I'm I l- love time travel. Okay. Idea, the idea of it. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you like the movie Interstellar? It's nice. It's pretty good. Is it pretty good or is it very good? It's very good. Because I saw it in the cinema and I thought it was fucking incredible. It seems realistic. It's actually written by some... Yeah, the, the whole black hole thing. that There was like papers that came out, um, like scientific papers that came out based on the, the modeling they did for that black hole. Yeah, exactly. It's... It's, it's cool. nice. It's fun. It was it was to date uh, my best cinema experience. So it it's about time traveling. Like the idea is that basically you can move forward in time, mm-hmm. but there mm-hmm. is little science about how to go back in time. Yeah, my best cinema experience was The Mummy Returns because oh, it was when watching that that I touched my first boob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! I had to think that for a second. I was like thinking about the movie. Yeah, it was not about the movie. <laughs> God, I, yeah, I my best cinema experience relates one hundred percent to the the cinema, like the, the movie <laughs> itself. <laughs> okay, but okay, I've got a lot of things regarding the time traveling. Okay, go two points. So, whoa. Also, if you so let's say we record this episode and you realize after the fact that you didn't say everything you wanted to say, you can just time travel back and make sure you do. Oh, so there you have literally no excuse. But like, oddly enough, I would meet myself and they're like, "What the hell are you doing here?" I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna change what you're saying. Yeah, I already wish I could time travel back and to that point where I said, "Are you guys in sync?" Because then I'd go, well, "One of you guys called Justin Timberlake," because you guys are in sync. Hey, very good. All right, so what yeah, I'm going everyone to say. out there, clap for Monroe. <laughs> Interestingly, it was not a clap; it was like my lips. <laughs> but, all right but okay so my thing is mm-hmm. my thing is the bootstrap paradox right it's uh, as doctor who like this i don't remember his name wait stop podcast for a second i'm gonna say his right name uh george hw bush yes george bush uh antoine dodson i know i i think it was cup the doctor played by Peter Capaldi, who is the father, interestingly, father of Louis Capaldi, who is some famous singer. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love Louis Capaldi. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I listen to Louis Capaldi every night before bed. Okay. Peter Capaldi is his father. He played Doctor nice. Who. Okay. He described the bootstrap paradox as 
Beethoven, if you would go back to the past with the notes from Beethoven, Beethoven, mm-hmm. how do you pronounce it? Beethoven. 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 You go, take these notes back to the past, and you realize he doesn't exist. You're you're in. Well, he was in Austria. Yeah, and he doesn't exist, and you have his notes. So what happens? You you say, oh, I am Beethoven, Beethoven, and these are my notes. So you never made them. Mm. But they're yeah. yours. It's basically in dark. It's like some guy that gets a book he wrote. So it's the day he never wrote it. Yeah, it's like a self-contained loop with no with no beginning. This actually touches on something that I wanted to... Can um, I just fact-check and myth-bust quickly? Yeah. Because we we're all about accuracy on this podcast. Absolutely, uh, Louis 100%. Capaldi is actually second cousin once removed to Peter Capaldi. And oh, what the hell that? were you saying? Where did you get this from? And I who is Louis Capaldi? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was his father. What the heck? No, no. He's uh, not. Maybe metaphorically. So they, are, they are related, though. So you weren't, They are you weren't second cousin once removed, yes. That's right. <laughs> it's basically his father. <laughs> okay. This, this uh, makes me want to bring up something that I have sort of thought about bringing up, but I'm not really sure. Um, it's the... An ancient uh, philosophical dictum from ancient Greece: nothing comes from nothing. Um, and your little of theory course, sort of, of y- your theory sort of breaks this, right? What, so what you're describing this is basically is a, a guy that just says something yeah. compared to something Peter Capaldi says. But, but what I'm saying is that, like, what you're describing is a self-contained loop with no beginning. Essentially, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, where would it come from? Can can you create something out of nothing, literally? Yes, yes. Big Big Bang. So that's that's actually another huge topic that's worth mentioning. The Big Bang, right, is mm-hmm. sort of the the theory uh, for the origins of the material universe um, that we live in. Mm-hmm. But the models break down during the Big Bang, or like the sort of you can model up to basically T plus X for the Big Bang, I assume, but you can't model it down to like T equals zero. Like it's, or, yeah. or you, yeah. and you can't model anything sort of beyond, sort of further into the past than the Big Bang. That, yeah. Like how I, I've understood it is like in the unity, no, what's it called? Like Singularity. Singularity. The time, of course, the mass is endless. Mm-hmm. So the time basically becomes infinite. Okay. So you're saying time sort of slows down to essentially yeah, to nothing. nothing. To essentially nothing. So it yeah. basically took forever for it to start. But what where did so this is something that I've thought about a lot, um, sort of without any without any commentary on, on either side of this debate. I've what I find um childish or no, no is childish the right word? Uh, naive, I guess, which is a slightly different connotation. Um this this construct of uh, science versus religion mm-hmm. in um, in these sorts of things, especially when people, you know, I've I've heard this from like legitimate scientists, for example, and that's that's the world that we sort of come from. The three of us, um, we're more around these sort of scientific types, and I've heard a lot of legitimate scientists who you know are accomplished and everything, and are and are, are intellectuals and are thinkers and are people who critically evaluate the things around them. And I've heard them quote the Big Bang as some sort of antithesis and sort of proof against religion. And sort of without any, like I said, without any commentary on either side, that is a whole load of bullshit to me. 
because I mean, I have, it's, it's I quite. I don't understand that either. No, because it it clearly like the fact that you can model uh, the sort of early stages and the origins of, or you know, the early stages of the current universe says nothing about uh, its ideology, or, like where it comes from. Mm. Yeah, um, and this whole like nothing from nothing sort of thing is you know it's a valid thought. In any case, the fact that like, okay, the Big Bang happened, what, like what predates it? And there's all sorts of theories and, and anything that you can say and pretty much nothing you can prove or disprove. Uh, nice. That sounds like a prime, prime topic for discussion on that so, basis. Absolutely. So I, I have another thing. Yeah. Interestingly, to what, regarding to time traveling. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. <laughs> so it, it, it was the idea. It, it's, it's not a real theory. It's like, it was the idea that the world, the universe actually only had one electron. Okay. And so it had a little electron every baby. A, so every atom in the world is only one electron. Yeah. So you're saying basically that like if you were to zoom out of this universe, you would eventually see that it's a single electron. Yeah. So it would be an electron like traveling back and forth in time constantly. So it's like always the same one just going back and forth. Mm. Oh, so, so this di- is that's different from what you were saying, Ragnar. Uh, maybe, but there's also, there's the, the question that like, um, so there's the, the big bang and then, you know, things expand and then there is this theory that things will contract again and that yeah, this yeah, cycle yeah. repeats infinitely. Exactly. So the big crunch. Yeah. yeah the big crunch. And the there's big crunch. Takes, I like it. I've not heard of that. Yeah. And there's different <laughs> takes on this, uh, this thing. And one, one take, which I find kind of, uh, it's interesting and it's quite like philosophical is that the the universe will play out an infinite number of times in the same way so like the the life that you're living now will be lived again in precisely the same way and i I read about this in the context of sort of contentment and sort of being satisfied with your life and how you should live your life in so far as you should live your life knowing that you're going to live it again and making sure that like for the sake of the fact that you're going to live it an infinite number of times make it worth it worth living an infinite number of times Mm. I mean, you're gonna live it infinite amount of times the same way you're doing, and mm-hmm. infinite amount of time the way you don't. I mean, that's that's also that's like multiverse theory, which is slightly different. So this this particular theory is, is saying that you would live the same life precisely an infinite number of times. But then there is also this like multiverse theory where essentially every permutation of the universe will happen again and again. Yeah, exactly. Like there, everything that's like the Rick and Morty of it all, right? Where like every universe exists. Mm-hmm. No matter how crazy it is. So my slightly um, lower brow take on <laughs> physics <laughs> is uh, that I remember when I was at school, my physics teacher told me that if I was able to throw two blue whales at each other at almost the speed of light, they mm-hmm. would then pass through each other completely undamaged. <laughs> and ever since then, I've really wanted to do it. And I literally have no fucking clue how that would work. So if, if, if anyone can phone in and send a little voicemail explaining I, I how that would work. Infinite, I think it requires infinite amount of energy. Probably, yeah. But that sounded like a sick magic trick. So the theory behind this is that like most, if you think of an atom, most of the space it occupies is dead space, like vacuum. Yeah. Is so, the you, so you've got the nucleus the and you've got atoms, the, the electron spinning around and most of the so most of that is space because it's all between those yeah, two yeah. things. It's the same about the chance of running through a door. I heard it, yeah, yeah. it like that. Yeah, if you just run out a door, like you could pass through it. But I don't think you could because like just because there's dead space doesn't mean that things can pass through that space because there's like very strong Force. uh, forces of repulsion. 
yeah, yeah, going on. I really want I want someone to just try running through a door infinite times to see if at one point they just yeah, go through I mean, it. There's a universe where someone does that, apparently, according to multiverse theories. So yeah. just find a way to get there. Someone that runs through a door and gets stuck in it. Uh, so you mentioned voicemails. Yeah. Uh, we have a voicemail. Nice, we got someone. Tell yeah, me, yeah, tell we, me. of course. We are the 17th most popular, or as of last week, we we're the 17th most popular podcast in the universe. It's from Mr. Gundle. Mr. Gundle of the Gundle Bundle. Go through. Oh, your message. Uh, he, we actually, we screened everything from you. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. So should we play this uh, massage? Uh, yeah, let's, let's have a listen. Hello, Munro, Ragnar, and Gudion. I heard that there's an Icelandic tradition called Boludago, which I'm pro- probably mispronouncing, which I understand is when children hit their parents with bread rolls. Is this true? And please, can you explain this for me? Thank you. Is what this a thing? Say? I, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the word. So he said there's an Icelandic tradition called Bolludagur, where uh-huh. children hit their parents with bread rolls. Uh, Mr. Gundel, you're you're getting a little bit confused. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I hate being Icelandic on the internet because there's all this bullshit. They're like Iceland is presented as this fucking weird place where like, like fairies we in exist. Elves. Yeah, we believe in elves, and we all sit around at Christmas reading books, and and we hit each other with bread rolls and all this fucking bullshit. Like I hate it; it's so annoying. Anyway, Bolidaur exists. It's a it's a tradition thing, and there are bread. They're not bread rolls, but they're like these buns that are sweet and they have cream and jam inside them and stuff and you eat them you don't do a, hit anyone but there is sort of a, a related trend uh, tradition where you make these sort of um vent like what do you call it like a little it's like a stick with a paper yeah and paper you on. you like hit someone with it like with that as like a, a thing and then they're supposed to give you these buns yeah if you hit the, if you manage to hit them yeah. yeah nice. So you've you've taken these things and and boiled them into this horrible slop uh, that you presented to us in your voicemail. <laughs> um, so thanks for that. But we we are grateful for the voicemail. <laughs> if anyone else Absolutely. would like to send us one, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, we will be nice like we were this time. <laughs> even, wanna... even if it was a. Stupid message. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So even if you, you know, if you have a smart message, please send it to the, at least the 17th most popular podcast in the UK. Uh, we were number it, it, 10 in Sweden last time I checked. Nice. Um, yeah, boys, uh, does anyone have a skill of the week? I'm gonna, I don't. I'm going to stay silent for a minute in case someone else does, because I, I do, but I feel like, I feel like we've, you guys have like tried to have some quite, quite highbrow discussions and I've just been bringing it down and this is going to bring it down once more. Uh, I'm fine with that. Like I like I, I, the I'm times all, when you look bad, like repeatedly. Where you like that time when you just had a bunch of stupid things to say. I like that. So I'm already insulted, but every time you look bad, I look good. <laughs> so Monroe, go for it. So th- this is for all the people that have uh, Alexa in their house. Uh, I yeah. got. I only got Siri. Uh, well, maybe Siri can do That's it. That's not true. That's not true. You have you have a Sonos thing, right? And it doesn't it have Alexa in it. I have it. I don't know. When Shout I tried out to Sonos, connect, uh, if you want to sponsor tried, us, that's callingmarat.gmail.com. When I tried to connect Alexa, it just said, you're in Iceland, you cannot connect Alexa. Oh, okay. Anyway, for um, the people with Alexa. For the people okay. with Alexa, uh, Alexa plays fart noises for you on command. Uh, what's more, if you ask for <sighs> Alexa to play fart noises, she will then suggest what kind of fart noise would you like? 
For example, would you like a cheeky wobbling fart? Would you like a burp fart combo? Would you would you like a quick squelchy fart? And for, for those who get really into it and are feeling a bit baller, maybe maybe the uh, the old paychecks just come in. You can also get the Extreme Farts Extension Pack, which will sing happy birthday to you with farts. Nice. Are you serious? This I'm is a thing? Deadly serious. I, I need oh. Alexa. Yeah, you need to move <laughs> countries so you can check this out. Uh, if someone uh, lives outside of Iceland and wants to demonstrate for Gucci and me, that would be nice to send us a... Uh, a video or something on, on Instagram, yeah. Colin Monroe. I Follow mean, us on Instagram, uh, Colin Monroe. Alexa is a more sexy name than Siri. Mm. Uh, yes, agreed. Is anyone called Siri? Like, there's Siri in uh, in Iceland, and that name does not conjure up a sexy lady. It's my sister. Oh, well, in that case. And she listens to the podcast. Uh, in that case, I'm sorry. Siri, Siri, yalskadi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that's that the wrong. Note. That's the wrong word. Wait, Siri, gold sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, on that note, uh, Monroe, do you have any parting words? Uh, Luis Capaldi, I love you. If you want to be on the podcast, <laughs> wait, hit us wait, up wait, on wait, Instagram. Wait. Yeah, true, Luis, Luis Capaldi. Capaldi. Yes, yes, we could have him as a guest. <laughs> I'm down. I don't like, even know who this man is. Oh man, listen, no, listen to his okay. music. It's wonderful, and then watch his videos, and you realize that he's actually just a hilarious guy as well. And he's Scottish. Wait, you're being serious right now? I'm being deadly serious. He's so funny. He's got some. Uh, there's a great thing where he uh, he takes you around his. He goes back home after he's kind of made it big with his with his song, and then he takes you around his um, takes you around his place, and it starts with him like. Oh yeah, just uh, trying to be sly because it's probably like a couple of thousand people's people like outside my house, and then he comes home and he's like. All the people must be working, I guess. And then, yeah, it's good. It's good. All right. Quality. I'll check it. Uh, Gucci, do you have any parting words? Parting words for me is, I'm not random. You just can't think as fast as me. Nice. Oh. <sighs> it was it. my quote. It was my yeah. quote. Do you want another quote? No. One <laughs> wait, in a week, please. Wait, wait, wait. My last quote is, <gasps> be kind. Oh. And, as always, keep on trugging. Bye-bye. Goodbye, quickly, quickly uh, not bye-bye, because before we go, we uh, got the best thing in the universe sent to us this week, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to play it as our outro song. So what we were sent was our intro theme as a classical piano piece. Oh, this is... So, you kept this oh, a secret. Nice. You didn't tell us yeah. about this. No, I didn't yeah. know about that. I know. So... Uh, Everybody, enjoy the musical stylings of Hjalti, who is Ole's brother. So our guest from episode four. It was episode four, right? Something like that. Uh, Uh, Ole is great. (laughs) His his brother is is a pianist, a a short pianist, a small pianist, (laughs) a small but a good pianist. Uh, And he played played this for us. So uh, everybody, check this out. And I'm going to post the video on, um, on our Instagram and facebook i guess and uh please follow us uh also yeah follow us at calling monroe uh email us at calling monroe at gmail.com if you have any voicemails uh now you can keep on trucking (laughs) bye bye (laughs) goodbye folks bye bye